Hi, I'm Mike Curtis from Curtis Feed. And I'm Chad Geary, formerly Blue Bear, and this is HRBB Podcast. Recording from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rod by Boy Podcast. All right. Yeah. Oh, this is awesome. It's a little mini uh, American Hot Rod reunion. Reunion. Right? right? God, I haven't seen this dude, Mike. Uh, I've been seeing him in... Well, we're going to get into all into it, but when did when did you leave the shop? Was that 2004? Five? Five. Or maybe later, I, right? I, it was a lifetime ago. Um, yeah, I mean... A little blurry. Um, yeah, it was cr- it's crazy. Yeah, it was 2005. Right? So, dude, 18, 18 years. Yeah, because I don't think I, I... Every time you've been over here at Mike's, I've always missed you. Okay. Like, he's always... Oh, hey, Chad was here. Right. Yeah. So... Yeah, this is cool. I think people are going to like this, dude. I mean, it, you know, honestly, so uh, whenever, even when I go to shows, I get asked a lot of questions. And, right. And, and the lot, one of the questions are, uh, what happened to all your dad's cars? Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, like, I don't know, people have a perception that my dad was a car collector, wasn't, right? Builder. It was all for sale. Uh, you know, or is, is Dwayne that big of an asshole (laughs) right is Dwayne that big of an asshole and and then what's up with that blue bear guy right what's up with that blue bear guy yeah i get that all the time too so (laughs) yeah so so let's let's we'll we'll rewind it here in a minute but what you been up to uh not much uh if we go all the way back uh after your dad's i went over to uh circle city hot rods for quite a few years okay so I don't remember how many years that was. Our good I was friend there Jimmy White over there. Yeah, with Jimmy White. Yep. And uh, was there for quite a few years. And then um, headed out with Ken over there at Retrotech for a few years. And then uh, kind of got out of it, you know. It was a weird thing. You know, as a, as a young kid, I always wanted to work on cars. And I loved hot rods. And I loved all that kind of stuff. And then it kind of got to the point where uh, it consumed your life completely, right? Yeah. And on the weekends, you kind of notice, hey, I'm not... This thing that used to be my passion is now my job. and That's a grind. You know, yeah. It, it's a grind, yeah. And, and every aspect of it was kind of around that. So I decided to uh, take a little bit of turn, right? Still like making stuff and, you know, building and creating. So went into construction, which is yeah. <laughs> kind of different, but not really. Uh, you know, kind of felt my way around there for quite a while. Then about 10 years ago, got into inspection. That's and cool. And I do... Uh, pipeline and take inspections oh for nice quite a while. yep nice and you said you just recently moved to texas yep fort worth texas recently. that's cool yeah yeah you so you've only been there a few months right yeah i've only been there a few months but i love it there yeah it's cool it's gotta be hot as hell right now but then again it's hot as hell here it's hot it's, everywhere it's, it's humid. Yeah. yeah you ain't getting away from it that's cool though um yeah we do we do a lot i mean you look at the like just the demographics of like on social media and stuff dude even though i don't sell a lot in california we've got to still do a lot of california uh, like people engaging on our social media, but and we do, but we do a lot of business in Texas. Do you? Yeah, a lot. Texas oh. is a big state, man. It's big and it's, you know, got a lot of different. It's got hot rod scene, got a huge truck scene. Yes, right. Oh yeah, it's it's cool. Well, yeah, you know. So when I when I met you, when did you go to work at the shop? Was that two thousand two? No, two thousand three. I was like sixteen, One? seventeen. It was right when we started moving over to the big shop. It was yeah, because ninety eight, no, no, ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, I think. Because, well, well, you were only seventeen. 
Yeah, right? 16, 17. So, yeah. No, because uh, we moved to the we moved to the new shop in two th- in, in the La Habra shop in two thousand one. Right. Right. Yeah, that's when we consolidated both shops. Were you you weren't over at the Robbie Gordon shop? No. When I got to the La Habra shop, everything was still in boxes. Because okay, my first so, job for your dad was unpacking boxes. Yeah, you were a young. You were still in high school. I was still in high school. I yeah. So you got the. So basically, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Right, he got you the because you guys were both over. Were you both over at SA Motorsports? Yeah. Yep. So you're both over at SA Motorsports wrenching on cars, what doing lowering lift kits, yep. and stuff, the wheels and tires and shit like that, right? Yep. Yeah. And then because I remember uh, Ryan got the job, and so it was in February. Like, when's the uh, when's was the Oakland Custom Show when you guys took Led Zephyr? March. Jan- Somewhere between February. in winter, winter two thousand one, right? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I re- I remember that was the infamous you know uh, destroying uh, you know the gymnastics hotel. gymnastics in the hotel room and <laughs> you know handles of uh, Mo- Captain Morgan and and uh, I remember Ryan, mm-hmm. who is uh, what what does he what does he do? He's he, he's the my niece's dad. Your niece's dad. There you go. He got the job and he was the new guy, but he had to like fly out at early in the next morning and and people were like, hey, keep it down. The new guy's next door. Worst thing you could tell us, right? <laughs> the new guy's trying to sleep next door. Who's the new guy? Some kid named Ryan. Mm-hmm. Oh, we went over there throwing, tossing shit on him and stuff, right? <laughs> so, you, so you guys came over. Then you started working. I remember you were a nice kid. Yeah, you were. You were a great kid. It was like this quiet kid, right? Wasn't he, Mike? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then he started hanging around Mike and John. Well, that was okay. That was still okay. But then the TV show happened, right? The, t- the TV show. Did you get crazy before the TV show? So what I think the transition was, so what year was the show? Uh, it started 2003. Yeah, it, I think the pilot was filmed in 2003. Yeah. I think it started like 2004. Because everything's a little fuzzy. Yeah. But I want to say I graduated high school in 2002. That sounds about right. Right. Well, I I know I did. If there's yeah. one date I know, I know. It's <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, I should know <laughs> that <laughs> year. Like it's kind of a. If there's one, if there's one date I know, so that, that's why I'm trying to kind of feel everything out. Because I was, I would get out of school, and then I'd go work at the shop, and then I think it was mostly you and I on a lot of Saturdays were working right, there. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, end up being every day, but. Uh, <laughs> It was kind of, I, I think, once I got out of high school, and I think like every teenage boy, and they get out of high school, move out of the parents' house, and yeah, just start loving life. Yeah, because you, know? you, wait, hold on. You moved out, and you went over to Simos. Yeah. You live with, oh, see, this, now, okay, now the pieces are coming together for me, okay? Now this is all makes sense. So, um one thing, uh, one question I want to ask ask you guys is because I mean I was there. I remember uh, being with my dad. Uh, we were we were doing a trip. Uh, we had a customer in Reno that we needed to see, and then we had a customer in Sacramento. And I forget if we were which way we were going. Long story short, my dad says, "Hey, let's stop in Tahoe because you know my dad liked to gamble a little bit, a we little had, bit, a little bit, <laughs> and had had lunch." So. You know, you remember him, the phone ring? What would he say when the phone would ring? Oh, here's the big one. Yeah, this is yeah. the big one. This is the big one. And no shit, this was the big one. It was just me and him. And we were, I forget what casino we were at. I don't know if it's maybe Golden Nugget or something up there. Uh, and he goes, oh, this is the big one. And he's on the phone. And he had one of those little flip StarTac 
phones, right? Remember that? Mm-hmm. I think he had a couple because he used to burn the batteries out on those things. Oh, man. And then he just gets off the phone. He goes, this is before he walked into the casino. And he's like, he just had this look on his face like, holy shit, yes, we did it. And I go, what? He goes, we just got the green light to film the pilot. Like, I guess Pilgrim Films got the green light and the funding from Discovery Channel, right? Whatever it was, right? Right. So that was green light go, right? Yeah. And so tell me how, I mean, because that's how I found out about it. I don't know how you guys, what my dad said to you guys or what. I mean. Yeah, he came in, he just came into the shop one day and he was like, hey, uh, so we're going to be filming a pilot for, I don't know what a pilot was at that point, but (laughs) we're doing a pilot for uh, Discovery. I thought it was pretty cool. You know, there wasn't any car shows on at all at that time. Yeah, because I mean, this was going to be like right after maybe American Chopper was going, what, a year? Maybe a year or two, a couple of years, maybe, maybe yeah. a couple of years. So they wanted to do a car show. Yeah. So this is well, I mean, you had a little monster garage or something, right? And then maybe Bud Brutzman was doing rides. But those that was just like a few episodes. Right. Right. Yeah. It was. And I think rides and American Hot Rod came out the same. Oh, really? Year. OK. Yeah. It was just just before the American Hot Rod aired. They started airing that. Yeah. So when you guys were like. I mean, at that point, was the project determined, or was it? Did he announce like, "Hey, we're just going to film a show and we're going to figure it out from here"? Yeah, it was because we already had that was the Voidster three, the was, first one, the first fiberglass one, and yeah, and the the body, the steel body, was already in Australia getting getting all the molds made and oh, everything. Okay. So yeah, it was like it. The timing worked out great to where, and then because that was the good guys giveaway car too. Yes, but. Yeah, no, it was it was exciting at first. Like, Is that yeah. the blue and yellow one? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that was the that one popped up a few years ago at Dwayne's. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah. It, it some guy bought it at, bought it at, the, at, the, at an auction, right? Oh, I didn't hear. Yeah, about it. I mean, uh, it looked okay. I mean, you know, Dwayne was going through the whole thing, redoing. It. I mean, the 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 yellow leather and stuff was a little faded on it, but um, you know, it was cool. The yellow leather was a bold move. <laughs> it was. I that remember. Was... I, oh, I remember when your guys' reaction, and maybe not you guys specifically, but a lot of collectively yeah. were like, what <laughs> the fuck are you going to do? What? Blue and yellow? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And it was I, a weird blue, right? Yeah. It was a pretty royal, metallic royal. It, yeah. Okay. I mean, it was. A, I mean, hey, you, you know how my dad was. Every once in a while, he threw something out there and, you know. Yeah, because I mean we all know some builders that just stick to the same formula. They're formula guys. They stick to the <laughs> formula, and I mean, you know, you go, oh yeah, that looks like the last one. That's nice, but you know, so the show show kicks off. I mean, because um, at that point, what were you what were you doing at the show? I mean, I mean, uh, I, I remember you were just like kind of wrenching and stuff and doing doing a little bit of everything, right? He had me doing some chassis work. Uh, Right, you know what? Right before that, he actually, uh, you know, all in all, your dad gave me tons of opportunities, yeah. right? So, like when I first started, I only knew how to MIG weld, right? And he remember he would tell me, "Hey, after work, if you want, burn my gas, burn my rod, go over there and figure it out, right?" And then uh, when I showed an interest in sheet metal work, he let me come in at like it was like three in the morning with Roy, <laughs> right? It was it was something ridiculous. He goes, yeah. "Hey." If you want to learn that, we have all this stuff that has to be done. If you want to change your hours to 
3 a.m. till bar 30, right? You can come over here with Roy and work with him. Yeah. So I think I was doing that right before it. Oh, okay. If I remember right. Sound about right? It yeah. was something. I... And then um, uh, still at that point, it was always, uh, hey, I got this. Kind of go figure that out, right? Right before that, he had me... Uh, like in the manual machine shop, helping you a little bit, Mike, trying to uh, figure some stuff out. I was kind of just bouncing all around. I the think shop. that's that's what was good about my dad, especially you know at those times too. It was like, you know, he wanted people to improve their skills, and you know yeah. he just was like, go for it, you know, because that's the hardest thing is like, you know, f- finding good help, but people that are motivated and that want to learn, right, right, and and, yeah. and also too, right, who 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 are you better gonna learn from than Roy or some of the other guys that were working there. Yeah, you know, no. I mean, they've made you know those guys have made all the mistakes. Well, <laughs> right? He, he did that with me too, because it like when I when I started back after when it was Boyd Coddington, yeah. garage. The uh, he told like it was like a couple weeks or something until he was done with my other job. But he was like, yeah, he, he's like, I want you to come in and, and weld for a couple hours a day and just kind of, you know, hone your skills and. And you know we need we need good welders. Yeah, so. and, and you're talking about uh, like in, in late '90s when you were starting. Yeah, '99. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. You know, um, and and I've heard that as a theme uh, through the podcast that there were situations where someone left and then the next person, you know, he he'd go to the next person and say, "Hey, you think you can do this?" Right? And I think that kind of happened with you. I remember when you left. I mean, he went to John and said, "Hey, you no, want John was already gone. He went to Kevin." Oh, did he went to okay. He went to Kevin. Yeah. yeah, he went to Kevin and said, "Hey, can you can you do this? Can you step up and do this?" Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> right. that's just how it, that's just how it goes. My dad didn't give a shit what kind of degree you had. He was, "Can you do the job? And do you want to do the job?" Right? Yeah. Are you ballsy enough to try? Yeah. Yeah. Right. For well, sure. And that, he was good like that, you know, because I I was pretty amateur machinist. You know, yeah. like I'd, I'd, I'd done a little bit here and there, but nothing, I mean, not a whole lot of CNC stuff. And he didn't, he wasn't like busting my balls trying, oh, yeah, I got to get this done or whatever. He just kind of let me learn at my own pace and, yeah. and, and wasn't, was really good about it. Yeah. Well, because, you know, if you rush people too with machines, it costs a lot of money, right? Yeah. You make mistakes and you break shit and, you know. No, that's cool. So when did, okay, when did you get the name Blue Bear? So since I, because uh, they were calling you that before the TV show, right? Yeah, it's because when I, when I would leave school, I'd have to change my clothes to not get my normal clothes dirty, right? Yeah. So I just had like blue pair of Dickies and a work shirt or something, and they were blue. And I and Dwayne caught me one day scratching my back on the door. <laughs> yeah, I, on the doorway, I had this nasty, real bad itch in the middle of it, and I was going up and down. He says I was making a grunting sound. I, that's, yeah. that's possible, right? It yeah. felt good. And he said I looked like Baloo from the Jungle Book. Okay. Right? That's where that came from. And then it got bastardized into Blue Bear somehow. Blue Bear with the, no, the Blue Bear in the house, the Blue House or whatever. The kids thing. That's what I thought it was from. No, it's because I was I was wearing a blue shirt. Okay, because no, it says it's Baloo the Bear from Baloo. Jungle Book. Okay, but there's Baloo the Bear, but then there was also a kid show during that time that was the blue, big, 
pardon us here, but the big goofy blue bear. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just was the bear in the big blue house or something. Dwayne did I not. I don't think that had anything now. to do with it. We weren't watching kids shows at that time. <laughs> but Dwayne was. Yeah. <laughs> no, <he wasn't>. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I thought that you. Okay, blue, blue, and then it got bastardized into blue bear. Yeah. Shortened, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then it was this blue bear. Yeah. Yeah. It's stuck. It's stuck. <laughs> yeah. Even now, yeah. no one knows you by your name, Chad. No one. Yeah. I, no. No, and that's fine. <laughs> right so so let's start with the then the so the filming of the pilot right that goes that's done and then they get the green light to start doing an episode i mean at what point were you guys going okay this is going to be cool or this is going to be a shit show or this is going to be fun right i was kind of excited about it yeah cause well because you because we saw the success of american chopper right right yeah, so, I was watching some of those. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool, we're going to be on TV. Like, you know, like that's kind of like a. Everyone wants to be rich and famous, right? Oh, and yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, for sure. I think it was kind of ignorance is bliss because I, for a second, I thought we were going to get some extra money out of it. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Right. You're like, oh, we get an extra money for this? And then you're like, no. You're like, oh, can I but, avoid but it? But you, you have to work a lot more and every day and. Yeah. yeah, that was that was kind of dragged, like wearing on it. Yeah, but yeah, and that's the thing is with the reality shows. I mean, it's kind of like, from my understanding, like that show didn't start. I mean, paid my dad a little bit, and then every season a little bit more, right? And then it got to a point where, and I think I've, I don't know if I told the story online, but uh, on the podcast, online on the podcast, but I remember it got to a point where, and this might have been after you were gone. Right, because when did you when did you leave, Mike? Uh, seven? No, no, no. Oh six. Okay, it might have been oh seven. And when, did, when Chad? When did you leave? Ask Mike. I have no. No, it was oh five because that was oh five. Yeah, right after that we did the truck. Okay. Yeah, because it would have been oh seven. Because I remember uh, the guys were standing around and they were like looking at these pa- this paper and they were like kind of had this look on their face like what the fuck what's this you know. And I walk over. I go, "What's up?" They're like, "We're getting ten ninety nine by your dad." I go, "For what?" He go, "Well, he was giving us bonus money every month because the TV show was paying him, so he was paying us." Some of these guys were getting a few grand a month extra, and they're getting these ten ninety nines for ten, fifteen, twenty grand at the end of the year. And I'm like, "Huh?" Like I, I was confused because I was like, "Wait a second. So my dad gave you is this like over and above your salary, right? And you guys are upset. You got to pay taxes." <laughs> it's like I don't know, man. I just was like, whatever, dude. But, yeah, no, I mean, I my, when the show started, I was, I thought it was going to be good for biz. It was going to be good. Overall, I thought it was going to be good. But also, too, you know, you know, I mean, you know, we didn't want to, I didn't want them making my dad look dumb, you know? Right. Because I'll, I'll film anybody for, for four weeks and edit it down to 44 minutes and I'll you make can, you, you look. You can make whatever story you I'll want. Ma- at that exactly, point. you know, and and I mean, it was funny because I was I was one of the few customer facing employees during that time, you know, because answering the phones on the wheel shop, and and the, when the sh- especially going into multiple you know, multiple seasons, because then you get people calling and and they want to buy wheels, but they want also want to ask questions about the TV show, <laughs> right? You know, but I don't know. I think it was o- overall positive, net positive. You know, I mean. I don't, I don't know. know four. Hmm? 
I was gone in 04. You were gone in 04? Because it was a few days before my niece was born, and she just turned 19 like two weeks ago. Really? Huh. So you're, I mean, <laughs> that didn't seem right. But you're looking at the numbers, so. Yeah. I wasn't 21 yet. Okay. So. <laughs> so you so it's a blur, huh? So it was oh four. So you really only there for like maybe a year of the of the TV show. It had been longer. Than but that. it was well, we went through three seasons by that point. But but but, was, al- but also too, yeah. In one year, they filmed two seasons. Yeah. Right. So yeah, maybe they started filming at the end of oh three, and then oh four. Because when 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 did you leave? You left right before the the it was. The, the car would have been in June, July. Well, no, it was Street Ride Nationals. Yeah, going to the Street Ride Nationals would but have been. But it was yeah, so it was like a week and a half. It would have been like this time of year, so yeah. August, July, end of July, beginning of August is when the Street Ride Nationals are in Louisville. It was the end of June, because my niece was born July 9th. and it was right before that. Maybe it wasn't. Was it Street Ride Nationals you went to, or is it something? No, 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 it was the Street Ride Nationals. A month before it, right? A month before it. Oh, but, your niece was born a month before that. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but, but then, like, we had nine days after you got fired before we had to leave for Louisville. So that that doesn't add up. I don't know. It, it, it kind of does because Street Ride Nationals just happened last weekend, right? Right. So first weekend of August, if you say in J- June 9th, whatever. July that's 9th. when it J- – yeah. July – Okay, it's somewhere in that time frame. Yeah. God, it was. It's that's a long time ago, dude. Like, it's a lifetime it's, ago. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know, here you are, almost forty years old now. You were just a kid last time I saw you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, that was so. So yeah, so I, I, I'm going to circle back because you were this nice, quiet kid when I met you. Right? You'd mm-hmm. ask you, you do whatever. You know, you're. St- you're don't get me wrong. You got a little when you got a little. Loose, I want to call it. Yeah. You were still a good kid, you know? But did the TV show, did these guys pump you up? Did the TV show affect your ego? I don't think no, so. I don't. He he was, like, he always had a jokester sense of humor. Oh, for sure, yeah. And and then I think being around Dwayne, it just kind of amplified. Like, he, yeah. he, saw, he, he saw how Dwayne acted, you know, just didn't care about anything. And yeah, just yeah. do whatever you want. And, and so he kind of followed in. Well, yeah, well, and I mean, there was you know, Dwayne and me and, and John Jimmy White and John. You're hanging around with all these, having a great time. Everyone, everyone liked to joke time. around, yeah. right? Yeah. Everyone liked there to bust and bust each other's balls and just joke. But I even want to say, I think whatever the show was trying to per, per, portray, right? If they go, oh, we want this guy to be this way, we'll just show for every sure. single time that he's like this without the balance on the other side, right? right. Like, yeah. th- there's never times where, you know. You're trying to get a rolling chassis out the door to get it to a customer that was supposed to be, you know, what I mean? you know what I mean? And you're just kind of getting things done, right? Oh, no, not that. How about when you got hit in the nuts? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that was their thing. No, it, yeah, <laughs> totally. Know? Yeah. It's, well, because on the pilot, at that time, I had those Heelys. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, Mr. Healy, too. <laughs> but I, I only, like, I would only wear them on Fridays. But in the really? pi- uh, it seemed like you wore them every day, dude. Healy but in the yeah. pilot, they never showed me walking at all. Oh yeah, you were always just scooting it across. Always, it was always 
gliding along, whatever. And that was once they had me start doing some speaking stuff on the show and stuff like that. That's one thing that got annoying for me was like something would happen and they weren't able to capture it. And then they go, hey, come here. Let's mm-hmm. let's come, ba- come back here on the story. With, yeah. Tell the story and then tell it like this. And you go, huh? OK, not, not saying it was fabricated. It was just like it's like, yeah, dude, that already happened. It wasn't a big deal. You know, and it's like I'm working here, you know, which. But you can I mean, I notice it when I watch TV nowadays, you know what I mean? Like the reality stuff, you can see oh, you're, you, you, you can see the stand ups and then you, you're like, oh, OK, they're just filling, like filling in the story or whatever. Yeah. But, or they're taking things that happened four cars ago. Right. Right. And, and <laughs> oh, that would be funny here. And they'll come up to you. True. Right. And it's yeah. like six months later. Hey, we need you to re-say this. And you go. When did I say that? No, 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 you said You're like, what? <laughs> right. Like, you did. And you're like, all right, man. And then you'd see, you're like, oh. Oh, that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. Right? And I think at a certain point, I know for me at least, I've never had a desire to be a TV something, a radio. It, it wasn't me. Yeah. I got into the industry because I loved cars. I loved fabrication. I loved all that. Right? And the show didn't care that much about it. Right? It had a story it wanted to tell. And it always just kind of pulled away from that. And for me, there wasn't really a desire for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think it helped much that they they only portrayed you as a clown screw-off. <laughs> like, I remember we were, we were at the... It was, like, you know, pretty, pretty new when the show was out. And we were at the swap meet in San Diego. And that some guy started heckling you, like, oh, what are you going to screw up? And, all, like, it was, like, just being a jerk. And right. Yeah. Well, and, and you know what, too, though, like, to your, uh, to Chet, uh, you also, you, you take it to the level, too. You can have fun with it, right? Because oh, yeah. you're, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll show these guys, you know? Yeah. And, you know? Yeah. Kind of like with Dwayne being a dick, right? He, he kind of took it. He took it serious, though. I think, I think he really, it really did go to his head. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, because he sees how that how they're portraying him, and then he's like, "Oh, I can," you know, he's he's this jerky, yell, loudmouth, whatever, and so he just it just amplified his behavior. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And and then my dad gave him the green light on the deal. Just mm-hmm. yeah. You know. Whatever. Uh, yeah. I mean, Dwayne and I get along great now. You know, I talk to him all the time, and it's it's a different relationship. But back then, I was like, God damn, dude. You know. But my dad. I mean, he played a role on the show, but he also played a role for my dad to a certain extent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was I, I mean, stuff I mean, done. you know, do Mike, and now you see the other side of it, right? Owning your own business for how many years now, and you go, oh yeah, I get it, you know, right. you get it because it's it it's hard to be the nice guy all the time. Oh yeah, and get people just, and, and get stuff done and get exactly, you know, people just. It, people don't understand. It's like they just think magically your paycheck just appears uh, on, on every Friday, right? No. Stuff's got to get out the door and get out the door, you know, in good condition. But, yeah, yeah no, I mean, um, yeah, like he's because after my dad passed away, I kind of a little reality check, I think, for Joanne, too, right? Because I think he kind of alienated a lot of people. He did. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, buddy, you know, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. You know what? He's actually a pretty nice, funny guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah he's for hilarious. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You for know sure. what I mean? For sure. And and that was him. Like they wanted to just kind of amplify the the dick side of him, which is there. It's a hundred percent there. Oh he, yeah, he's so sarcastic though. It, yes. like a lot of the time, and people take it the wrong way. 
Some short. people. Yeah, he's a little tiny guy. Yeah, he's got the tiny man <laughs> syndrome sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, I he's mean, a, he's um, a great guy. I, I think that w- we all had a good time, but there's some lessons to, lessons to learn, you know? I mean, I don't know. It was. Yeah, it was. I, it was good. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, you guys got to do a lot of different adventures, right? So, I mean, I got to go on a few different things, but um, you know, but you guys got to go on some serious, fun stuff. Especially yeah. you, Mike. You did a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only thing I did extra was uh, Hawaii. Which were, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. But, oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, so he wasn't on the infamous. He wasn't on the road trip, right? Because he had been. Yeah, he was gone. Yeah. So that was the only road trip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you were gone. Well, that was the only the filmed one. Filmed road trip. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was, yeah, we did that trip a few times. Springs. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no. So yeah, did you get that. so so uh when when you left uh my dad's um I mean how was it adjusting like as far as the people recognizing you? Like do you get that my do my mom still gets that. People still recognize my mom. Dude, my people if someone recognizes me, they always ask me about your mom. Really? Like you were bringing up it's like me or Dwayne and you brought up yeah, Dwayne. They always ask about your mom. It's you know what I mean? That's funny. They're like is she like that? You go Kinda, right? But <laughs> yeah, sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's face it, she, she might have had the hardest job there. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Keeping, because she was the one that had to keep everyone in line. You know what I mean? Especially and, her dad. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, man. <laughs> that wasn't easy. Oh no, and trust me, I mean, and, and I give her all the credit in the world. And then dealing with uh, having to deal with having Joe there, mm-hmm. like that was a whole another, whole another ball of wax to deal with. You yes. know? But. Uh, your, your dad got me so good when I first started. He uh, he sent me to go pick up some parts, and he goes, "Go to the front office and see Diane." I had never met her before, right? And she's going to give you a check for this. I said, "Okay, right?" <laughs> thinking thinking <laughs> that's just how it works. Yeah, right. So I went to that front office and I asked your mom, and she just bit my head off, right? And it sent me tail between the legs, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> I love her to death, but she 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 go after you, right? Yeah. So I go back and tell your dad, oh, she said this. He goes, you go tell her this. <laughs> right? <laughs> he put he puts you right in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. So he did that. I went back, told your mom that, and I, she almost slipped my throat. Right? I go back to your dad's office, and he's laughing. Right? That's he's funny. cracking up. Ah, what happened? <laughs> he's all, welcome to uh, Boyd Coddington's garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, no, I had some good times. I mean, uh, I'm going to bring it up. The, the whole story, like the time, you were just, this is, this is when you had just started. Because mm-hmm. you had started, what, earlier in the year, maybe, of that year? Because Street Rod Nationals. Yeah. 2000. Would have been one. If no, would it, oh, we're saying one? One or, well. Uh, maybe two. Or, yeah, no, you had only been did, there a few months. We did two, so then it, we drove, me and, yeah, Chad drove with me and Greg on two of them, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 02, I did one in 02. Okay, so yeah, probably two and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the old. Okay, I always get them confused. There was the old executive in <clears throat> east, oh, yeah. east and west. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but what? I remember my dad. We used to have little. Uh, he used to be like, okay, after the end of the show, go meet by the pool, right? 
We'd all go have what yeah. they, they have hot dogs and shit there. <laughs> it was right. something weird. Yeah. But I remember just having a nice conversation with Chad. We were just chilling out in mm-hmm. the room, and we we left Mike. Mike was at by the pool or something. We and, yeah, we were hanging out by the pool for a little bit. We you and I went to get out of the sun for a little while. Yeah, Mike didn't want to come inside. Yeah, and then we go. Let's go find Mike. Yeah, let's find Mike. And then we went and and we we saw Mike, and there was I think uh, I don't know if it was a police officer. But it was uh, some some kids staring at Mike, and Mike had kind of just dozed off at the mm-hmm. by the pool. So we went and grabbed Mike and brought him back to his room that night. <laughs> I don't remember that. You know, <laughs> that was. Uh, but I remember, it, yeah, because I remember, yeah, you and I were uh, Chad and I were hanging out, and uh, that's uh, when you're in uh, Louisville, right? What do you do? Bourbon. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe sometimes a little too much. <laughs> but, yeah, that was cool. A lot of memories at that Executive East or whatever it was. Man. It was cool. It was awesome there. And then they tore it down. Did they? Yeah, they tore it down. They oh, tore wow. it down probably 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they made the one across the street, like the Crown Plaza or something. The Crown something. Oh, like. yeah, I've been there since then. That's right. Yeah. But that was cool, man. I mean, I just remember every year we go there, and it was just like, dude, it was that's a lot of work, man, working the booth at that show. Um. But yeah, fun times. I haven't been. When's the last time you've been back to Street Nationals? Uh, it's been probably eleven or twelve years. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What about you? When's the last time you went? Was that probably was, was that it? Probably oh three oh four. Whenever, yeah. whenever the last time we went was. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it, it was oh three, so we went oh two and oh three. When we're going back in oh four, that's when I was gone. Okay, so it was it was O two when we went. Yeah, yeah. it was O two. Yeah. Hmm. Still, still a decent show. I mean, still got a lot, a lot of people going. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've opened it up to all different, yeah, genres now, which helps and stuff. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just tough, man. There's just so much going on in the car in the car show world. You know, everyone's going. You going to this? You going to this? It's like, dude, if I went to everything, I'd be gone the whole year. Right. Yeah. You know, so. And especially, you know, like Mike and I, we run into small businesses. It's tough to get out, man. You know, right. like I don't know. So, what are your what are your hobbies now, Chad? So it was funny because as you're saying that, that's what I was thinking. It was those times where, when you're a young teenager, early twenties, and and it's everything, right? But it was it was constantly that it turned into be kind of a constantly a job. You yeah. Know? So and that because you were a young kid, about. high school kid. I was high school. You're kid wrenching kids. on cars. Then you're working at Boyd Coddington's. It's you're living the dream, right? Right yeah, for because because cars are your hobby, right? Yep. And I mean, but yeah, it's it's t- it's uh, that's why my hobby. I mean, I've been I grew up in this whole thing, so it's like, yep. you know, uh, the argument of whether I'm a car guy or not. I think I mean I am, but I'm not into it as much as the people that have it as a hobby. Like when you're not, like I got my hobbies that I nerd out on myself, right? I'm into biking, you know, um, but it's uh yeah because it's like these guys that go oh man you know it'd be great to just build hot rods or it'd be great just to build wheels and stuff and it's like yeah i mean as a hobby yeah yeah i I mean you you know every day every day every day it's like dude i was in the home brewing beer for years right i got pretty good at it uh met a lot of people that were really good at it and it was like this that was my hobby and people are like everybody that's just kind of peripherally into beer you know they go oh my god this is the best beer i've ever had you need to you need to brew beer 
Like, you need to sell it. And I go, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. There's so many people making good beer and selling it. I can just go buy it, you know? You know, do some lady at, of all things, some lady at, uh, where was it at? I think it was at the Grand National Roadster Show. She was just talking my ear off. It was a, it was a friend of a friend that had some of my beer. And she goes, are you still brewing beer? I go, no, that was like 10 years ago. She goes, no, no, no. You need to. You need to brew beer and sell it. I go, no, no, I don't. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, but I, I gave that hobby up. But, yeah, because your hobby, I mean, you know, it, like I said, it turns into a grind when, it, when you're relying on your paycheck for it, you know? Yeah. You, so you enjoy what you're doing now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love, so it pays me well enough that I can enjoy my hobbies. Right. Right. And, and that's, that's what I like. I like I'm into hunting, hunting and fishing, and, oh, right and all that. Oh, other you stuff. moved. And yeah, you moved to a good spot for that, right? Moved, moved to a good spot for it. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot around here. Um, I was always kind of into, you know, going to Glamis and the river and stuff yeah. like that. That kind of transitioned away, starting about 2020 when all that stuff started getting flooded with it. That kind of the fun got sucked out of that. Yeah, and ended up selling everything, selling yeah. everything and leaving. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. Well, I, I wish you well over there because uh, Texas, uh, there's just a lot of opportunity out there. I mean, California can just be, uh, I don't know, man. It's a weird, California is a weird state for sure. I mean, it's just kind of like everybody in the rest of the country just thinks we're just nuts. Right? <laughs> I mean, but honestly, it's it really just, it's two, it's just two areas. It's, it's the Bay Area up north and it's L.A. I mean, the rest yeah, of this... It's starting to spread, bud. <laughs> it's, oh, it's transmission fluid on the shop floor. You know what I mean? That that, yeah. that shit's hitting the walls. Yeah. You know what right? I mean? I don't care yeah, if it's right. in the center. No, no. And, and I do I do agree, but but uh, to a point. But once you travel outside of this area, the SoCal area, like Orange County and, you know, <sighs> Riverside area, and you go north, yeah. like into the Central Valley. Bakersfield area, gorgeous. It's all Love farmers, it. man. Yep. It's, it's all, like, politically red all the way up through there. Um, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful state, beautiful. you know. I mean, but it it does. It's crazy because we still have a decent car. There's still infrastructure, like especially in Orange, man. I mean, it's just I trip out on like who's still here building hot rods. So that's what I was wondering because I've been, I still love cars, but I've been removed from it for so long now. So is it mostly like older guys that still have their cars, or is there like a young crowd still wanting to build stuff? Yeah, um, I, I think. To answer your question, there's the older guys. They're kind of disappearing, okay. right? Because they're, oh, yeah. you know, because uh, hey, let's let's face it, these hot rod guys uh, didn't really take too well care of themselves, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, the, I'm wa- I'm watching it with some of the some of the the legends that I grew up with. Uh, you know, you know, it's just kind of one of those things, right? It's a, uh, you know. Jack Lalane wasn't a, a, a hot rod guy back in the day. You know what I'm saying? These guys. So it, it, Richard Simmons it wasn't a good role model for the hot rodders. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the younger kids, it's weird because there are, there's a decent car culture here still, but I think they shift, right? I mean, I got like when I graduated, I got into import cars, you know, I had a Mitsubishi Eclipse and. You know, did did the the street racing stuff over there in Rancho Dominguez? What was that? I bet you did. I, I did. You know? Oh, you drove, you drove that Miata it, for a while. It wasn't. Too, it wasn't a junkie Mazda, <laughs> right? It oh, was not Tommy Gun. Tom, Tommy's still alive, hey, right? Is he? I don't like. Well, me and Dwayne were looking for him around the holidays last year, and mm-hmm. 
they his house parents said that he they moved him to a nursing home, but they wouldn't they don't know where it's at apparently. Well, if he's alive, he would be the same age as my dad, and my dad uh, it would have would have been uh, it would be seventy would be no hold on seventy nine this year. Oh, oh, at the end of this month. Yeah, because my so that's why we're doing, and you're partaking in it right now, unbeknownst to you. Thirty one days of Boyd. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's August. This is birthday month. Gotcha. So we're kind of doing something every day. You All know, right. I'm, I'm. If you follow us on social media on, on Instagram or Facebook, I'm posting something. You know, like I got a, you know, like the some of the retro wheels we do. I'm, I'm showing the, the original ones, and you know that. And then I'm gonna have you on here and do a bunch of different. Are you pick- doing some of his old wheels? Yeah. So some of the, yeah, because there's the 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 '88 to '98 GM trucks. They're already called OBS trucks, right? Mm-hmm. All popular now again. Um, I already have three of them myself. So, and it's like people want bigger upsized wheels. So they want tri fans in 22 inch, 24 inch, right? They want deuces, deuce ninjas in 20 inch, 22 inch. So, I mean, back in the day, we built whatever wheel we could get a tire for. Yeah. For the right. cars. Yeah. I mean, it was always dictated by the tires. I mean, you know, still. It, right, it still is. Yeah. So, um, I remember when twenties were a big deal. Yeah, remember that? Well, yeah, remember Another Got Twenties? Yeah, remember that ad? Dubs, yeah. Dubs. They call them Dubs. Yeah, yeah. Well, because uh, remember, uh, it was aftermarket wholesale up north. They were selling our product. This is when you still ran ads in magazines and <laughs> all that. And they had uh, what was her name? Heather. Uh, I don't even know. No, Sandy Westgate. And she posed in front of that twenty-inch wheel. You know, topless with the, the, the strategically placed wheel covering herself, mm-hmm. and it got twenties. Because remember, that was a whole campaign was got milk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But now, milk will kill you, right? Supposedly, milk, milk will kill you. That's why I'm fat because I just strictly <laughs> drink milk. That's <laughs> right. is, that, is that what you're doing, drinking milk? <laughs> yeah. No, that that yeah, but twenties were big, and then twenty twos, and then twenty. I get. I mean. Yeah, then it just kept going 28, 26, 28, 30, 32. Like. Dude, I, re- I remember. Uh, Out of control. I remember one year, um, somehow one of the testing labs accidentally shipped MHT's first 30 inch wheel to our shop. And we didn't know what it was, right? Because it had no marking and it just sat there. And it sat in our shipping area, and then they called, and they said, would you happen to have one of our wheels there? It was, like, right before SEMA. They needed to paint it and stuff. And I go, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's where it, that's it. it was in some box or whatever. But, but yeah, but 30-inch wheels. I was, that's when ridiculous. I was at American Racing, they, were, they wanted to be the first three-piece 30-inch wheel. And they spent God amount of money on that shit just producing the first three-piece 30-inch wheel. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you know? And you, you had to have a Hummer or something to, to run those things. Yeah, some. Or a lifted Monte Carlo. Ooh, yeah, that's a hot talking. ticket, Mike. You know? But no, because I, I was asking that because I don't know if it's because I'm separated or what, but we just see him more like driving around town and stuff, right? Uh, and I, I just don't see that anymore around here. Well, now right? now well, the original cars have 20s on them. Like the, I'm not going to just hot rods in general. Right? Like Chevy, yeah. Chevy trucks come with yeah. 20s. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and even most of the passenger cars now are coming with 18, 17, 18, 18, yeah. 18, 19, or 20, you know, OE. But you know what? Here's another thing that just, that was flooded. We the Spinners, right? <laughs> oh, so, I remember those, yeah. So when Spinners <laughs> came out, I, I just questioned, I'm like, where did all this shit go? Like, where does it go? 
you know, hopefully in the dumpster. Eventually, right? <laughs> eventually, but what happens? What happens? You know, like that was the craziest thing. We had people hitting us up. Will you make spinners? We make no. We're not making spinners. And then they're everywhere. You're at every stoplight. And here he goes, just spinning around. And then it's just like if there was enough monies and money and spinners, your dad would have attacked it. Oh yeah, 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 it, <laughs> for sure, for sure. But my dad always also saw some of that goofy, trendy stuff and go, right. Well, yeah, we he, should, he we're had, not going to get in at the end of it, you know. Yeah. Well, and he, I mean, he knew it looked good too, and he, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's you know, he wasn't going to go. What do you call? It? Uh, but he I forgot machi- what he. Yeah, his he would have machined it for about, somebody else well, uh, for sure. I don't. I uh, can't even. But just I don't know some saying he had about stupid looking stuff yeah well he would have made them for somebody else yeah right right i mean he wouldn't put his name on it you know but but yeah no and then then the market all went to china Mm -hmm. right and everything was one piece chrome one piece chrome now it's still all in china you know except for uh, all those guys making the cool shit right (laughs) but yeah no it's um I don't know. It's been a fun ride, man. And, you know, uh, I think that overall, like, the, the TV show experience, I think, was good. What, what, what opened my eyes to it, so my, so my dad passed away in 2008, right? Okay. At the end of 2008, the search engines like uh, Yahoo, which was Yahoo back then, was big, right? Uh, they put out these lists of the number one search names and terms and stuff. So that year, my dad made the top ten. For Yahoo, number one search name that of someone that passed away that year, he was like number eight, mm-hmm. and there was some there were some big names that that passed away that year, and I was like wow, and I was think like, I don't think that would have definitely not been the case if he never had the TV show, you know, probably, well as a kid, I, mean, I was a kid when I worked for him, but even like a, a younger kid, you know, your dad was your dad was still a big name, right? Like, uh, I remember all my dad's trucks had void wheels on it, right? Yeah. My, dad's, my dad always had a problem with trucks, right? Every six months to a year, he was buying a different truck. And the first thing he would do is go down to the shop. And back then it was lowering them, right? Yeah. It would get lowered. It would get a set of voids on them, right? He would do wheels and a steering wheel, right? That was just like his normal, <laughs> just yeah. his normal go-to thing, you know? Usually the dealership would drop it off there, right? That's what a thing it was. So I I knew that name already, right? And uh, his cars were already around, right? So he was already a, a big name, but I think in that the was, car world, like the TV show, yes. pushed the name to the rest of the country, and and that's what For I'm sure. saying. Yeah, People I mean, because like this stuff knew it very. Yeah, well. I already, you know what I mean. Yeah, when I was in high school, I was, he was in all the magazines, and right, and he yeah, was if you king. were into the hobby. You knew, who, you he knew who he was, for sure. He was a legend already at that point, you know, and that this the TV show just... I mean, there was some really goofy stuff proposed, like the Boy Connington restaurant and all these other things, like, you know, just different stuff. I remember they have one guy... Were you there when the guy... He was like this quote-unquote marketing guy, but all he did was just put my dad's name on bean bags and all kinds of <laughs> dumb shit. And I was like, Dad, what is this? He goes, hey, this guy can make me some money. You know, mm-hmm. let him put my name on a beanbag. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Yeah, that guy never did shit anyway. But, um, you know, but I mean, it's just amazing when something like TV show just opens up those opportunities, you know. I remember how unfazed your dad was to bullshit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like 
It took it took something to rile him. It took a lot. I remember, I don't know if you were there, we're in his office one day, and he got a package in the mail, right? This little box. He's like, oh, what the hell's this? And he's bullshitting around, and he slowly opens it, and he opens it, and someone had taken an ear of corn and screwed it to a piece of wood and wrote Cornhole of the Year Award, right? <laughs> and your dad opened it, no letter, no nothing. Yeah, that's all it said that's was funny. Cornhole of the Year. He goes, that's nice. He makes room on his shelf above his desk, and it sat there forever, <laughs> just completely unfazed by it, right? Like some guy thinking, oh, I'm going to get him. He's like, yeah, that's nice. You know? <laughs> that's funny, man. Oh, but but when he when he if you came at him with some real dumb shit, you know, he fucking made sure to let you have it. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. He, oh yeah. He yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was I, I remember another time we, we were, I don't even remember what car we were doing, right? Cuz they all started blurring one into another. Everything was a rush. There was never time to do anything. <clears throat> but we had left the shop like at 2:30 in the morning cuz we had to get something done and right, I think work started at 8. And I came back in like at eight ten, right? And he started giving me shit. Work starts at eight. Da 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 da. You know, it was like going off on me, and I lost it. Right? I was here till two thirty in the morning and yelling and screaming and stuff. Yeah. And you, you can kind of see the look on his face, like, oh shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, and he oh, goes, okay. he goes, well, if you just work a little bit faster, you want to be here till two thirty in the morning, right? And I just got in my truck and left. <laughs> I was gone for the day, man. I wasn't. Oh, oh yeah, man. trust me. I, I had an issue with showing up on time, and that was we got in a few battles over that. He was deal. he was picky on that. Yes. Well, you know what? It's a life lesson, right? Because you know what? No one's ever going to see you stay till two in the morning, but they're going to they're going to see you when you show up at eight oh five. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm mean, he. You know, there were certain things like, yeah, but then it's funny because there's people that like have come up over the years and go. Oh, I know your dad's such a hard ass about people showing up on time and all. Yeah, but when he worked at Disneyland, I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're like, eh, you know, yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, it. But then again, when right, Mike, when you're running a business, it's like ah, mm-hmm. we got certain hours we got to work. Yeah. You know? Well, we, and even even when we were there late, like sometimes he would roll up at ten o'clock at night. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Come in, go to his office, do a couple things and whatever. And Oh, for, for sure. I, I remember, uh, like, when I'd be there working on my truck, because uh, I'd be there at 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night, and I remember calling him, like, at 9, going, Hey, Dad, uh, you said that tranny mount. Where is that thing at? I couldn't find it. He goes, I'll be right there. You know? <laughs> it was just, I think he was just trying to find a reason just to come down to the shop, you yeah. know? So he'd come down there. and Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, he was oh, – he. I remember as a kid, I mean, even when the shop was in the in the back garage, you know, I mean, not like I was up at four in the morning all the time, but, you know, I would know my mom would be like, oh, you know, don't bother your dad. He's been up since four in the morning, you know, yeah. just go out in the back. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you get your best work done. I mean, I, I notice yeah. I, get, I get some of my best work done between six and eight in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. Yeah, Mike's got his dog here who's uh Gimp. got some issues. He he decided to go play uh with a car uh, a few weeks ago. But he's doing all right. I see you have Charlie Hutton's name up there. Yeah, How's we, he doing, we man. I don't know. I, you know, we had a list of people that uh we wanted to talk to, so maybe Charlie will get the message through this here. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 people that we wanted wanted to talk to. Um you know, just ideas. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think he's doing all right. I run into. I mean, I haven't run him into him for a while, but you know, I see him at a car show every once in a while. Yeah, I saw him at SEMA a few years ago. It's probably pre-COVID. But yeah, he said he's doing good. He's. I think he's got one customer that he just works for, and what? Yeah, he. He does a, you know, he he does a little bit of stuff here and there, but. He's doing that old car a year thing. No, no, I think no. he's doing like like machines and. Hey, Stanley. Yeah, Stanley's getting a little anxious, so he doesn't like hopping around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, I but, think because uh, I think uh, I don't know from when I when last time I talked to him, he you know had got to a point when he left the shop there, he got had some people working for him, right, and try to build it up. But then it's like these parents and scaled it back scale down. Scale it down, you know. Like Keith did the same thing. Keith had a shop and had employees and stuff, but now he's just doing a few cars a year and you know, doing it on his own with a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean people say the same thing. I'm sure Mike you get it too, like, hey, you should be you should do this and you should crank this up and get to this oh yeah, get a bunch of employees in here that I gotta babysit. Right. No, yeah, I wanna I, I you know, I wanna do more and more, but you wanna just manage it and make sure it's not drive it you know like that that was the one thing is i mean uh just my dad just would just run the pedal to the metal right and just let's do this let's do that and then and it was just like you know dealing with employees and you know when you're dealing with skilled labor too man it's like you get a guy in there and then you don't work out and then you got to get trained somebody else or you get somebody in there and you're dealing with personality issues and then you know all this perfect storm, and then you got the TV show, and you get, you know, you get it's just egos and all kinds of stuff going on. But you got any any other memories you want to share of uh, during that time? Mm. I think Statue of Limitations is up on some things, so you can share <laughs> share a lot of this stuff, you know. Without no, it's you know what's weird is uh, uh, I stopped by the other day to kind of say hi to Mike and stuff, and few days later he texts me like hey there's this thing going on would you like to join us you know and i think ah, sure i'll do it right and so i started thinking in my head and i think for a second there was like like ah oh, what shit's gonna come up right because i want to say there was some bitterness for a minute over some things but for the most part it was it was a good time you know yeah. what i mean i i didn't care so much for uh like the tv cars right there was there wasn't a lot of fun in them it was it was so much stress, and uh, there wasn't a really a lot being done to him, right? And it was just trying to get him out the door, and someone pulled the deadline out of their ass and decided for some reason oh, something yeah. had to be done by then, right? That stuff, I didn't care for one bit. But when you got to fall back and do the one-off stuff, right? When the customer on the other side of the shop had something really cool going on, it was so much fun, Right. And after he asked me about that, I was thinking back to it. And I was like, man, that guy, you know, he let me stay at his shop for hours to learn how to weld, right? He let me stay on the lathe and the mill and, and all that kind of stuff. And I go, man, it's, he did a lot for me. You know, he did an absolute, a lot for me. And uh, uh, I think there's more good memories than I, than I realized for a second. Yeah, and you know? I, I mean, maybe, maybe you left on a sour note, right? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, looking now that all this time has gone by, yeah, it gives you a chance to reflect. Yeah. On that, and you know, um, and sure, could everybody have done something a little bit different, you know, in yeah. the whole thing? But hey, 
you know, you were young. I mean, you know, there was pressure from the TV show. There's all kinds of stuff going on. But, yeah. One uh, funny one I heard about the other day, I forgot about, but when when the the whole rat rod build off thing started and Boyd brought in that model T and they took it all apart that one day. And then, and then, uh, I, I kind of helped a little bit, but then I left, but you guys all put it all back together. So it looked like it was like, they reassembled all the body panels. So it looked like the car was like together again. And Dwayne came in and flipped out. It was all, you know, just mocked up. Yeah. That's funny. It was hilarious. So, but see, that was one of the things, cameras or not, we probably would have done it. Right. Right? That was... Yeah, it's practical jokes. And I remember your dad walking in the shop when that happened. And the look (laughs) on his face, like he knew he got got. He was so happy. Like deep down inside, he was so happy. But he knew he had to act like he was mad, right? With the look (laughs) on his face, he saw and looked and grinned and just beelined for his office. Because he couldn't (laughs) hold it together. That's funny. He was a jokester. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He liked his. He had his the, with the funnel joke, the funnel prank. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. You know, you put he has you put the funnel mm-hmm. in your pants, and then uh, he had you tilt your head back with the quarter, right? And then you lean your head forward, and you got to get the quarter in the funnel, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. he does it, and then he goes, "Hey, get somebody else to do it," and then he's got a pitcher of water. Or a cup of water <laughs> waiting, right? And then you tilt your head back, and he would just dump the water in your pants. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, he, no, he he could he could definitely take a joke, right? I mean, then there's the other side where he would blatantly cheat at liars poker. <laughs> Remember, he'd always keep those two one dollar bills in the very front. Well, it, well see, you know what happens is he does he he plays that with you know a few guys all day long. Yeah, but but he also plays that with guys that know the gig, right? I, I, so we, we were at they, they they they'll suck somebody some new guy you know what are you doing you know oh yeah you want to play liars poker and, and like this you know you know collude with the other guys you know and they go oh watch this new guy yeah yeah oh yeah get these I watched it many times I've, I I got sucked into the oh, I, did, I, I lost, yeah, did, yeah. lost hundred bucks to my dad in like five minutes from that shit you know. <laughs> Oh. Well, whether it was, it was Liars Poker was his favorite. Uh-huh. But, I mean, pitching quarters, too, against oh, the wall, yeah. right? <laughs> I never even heard of that game. I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. We didn't have this in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he just liked to, he liked to bet, you know? Yeah. He liked to oh, just, yeah. He liked to bet, and he liked to challenge his friends and just have fun with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was some, that was some good times. Yeah, the Liars Poker thing, because he... He would be like this. We, we, we would, he'd have us as little kids on the lookout for these bills, you know. <laughs> so, so as no, I swear, swear to God, as kids, as kids, we, we were trained to. We were trained to like whenever you get a bill, you look at the number, uh-huh. right? Yeah. You know, because as a kid, you're not coming across a ton of bills. I'd have money all the time, but we get this. Oh, and then he would trade you. You know, he would like let's say for your birthday, you got like, like you know some twenties and some tens and fives, and he. You go, Dad. Look, I got this one with four aces. He's like, "All right, give it to me." <laughs> and he tra- he would trade. You know, uh, that was fun. Yeah, liars poker. That was that was some good times. Yeah. No, oh, that was some life lessons. See. Oh yeah, no, it's just <laughs> it, it was a good time. You know what? He was he was very 
what they portrayed him on on the show, I don't, I don't really think was accurate for him either. Yeah, right? like, I, like I, I mean, I close. think that was I think that's for everybody. For everybody. I mean, because like we're not going to mention names, but there's some certain people that uh, they may look like legit, like, and these guys are not legit. They're not good. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not 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 uh, great human beings at that point. So I'm not going to mention any names here, but it's like they'll make you how, however you want. How are you however you fit into the story, right? Right. So yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a but the, I mean, um yeah, that was the only th- there were some people, man. There were some people like close friends they would get genuinely upset like of the way they edited that that TV show. And I'm like you know what? Who cares? Like, we know what's going on. Yeah. You know, and it was kind of like, especially like on my end of it too, with like working on the wheel side and the marketing side, it was like my job to portray the real, you know, image as far as like the way the, the wheel side was, you know? And it's like, there, you know, it wasn't like, it's like, guys, look at the final product. Look at the wheels. Look at everything going on. It's the, the fucking TV show. Without making the TV show sound like a total piece of shit, because it wasn't. It was good. You know? I just... I never really... To be honest with you, I didn't watch it that much. I... Yeah, I I, I, When I was there, I would watch it. I'd watch just to see how they cut the story up and, yeah. and what happened, but... Um, I mean, you know, interesting was when they... So my oldest was born in March of 2005. And I remember, I think it was Ian came to me, the producer, and said, hey, do you think you and your wife would be cool? if, Because like, she had a planned C-section, mm-hmm. right? So they knew the exact way. They knew the date, the time, and the location. And because and, they had enough time, she goes, do you think it'd be, they'd be, she'd be all right with us there? I go, I'll talk to her. And she was cool with it. They got it clear with the hospital. So... Um, and I guess that's aired. That aired it, it, uh, as a European cut, like overseas. They filmed that. With you they guys? filmed it. Not not the not the C section. Well, of course not. The the everything you know, like my dad showing up and the, you so know the, the nursery you know. thing. You know, you know the, that stuff, which There's was cool. Versions. Yeah, the international versions like four minutes longer. Yeah. So they they they, they so they have to add. St- add stuff in yeah. there so they they throw that kind of stuff in there mm. you know yeah i don't know well no i only know that because when we went to hawaii we i got to go scuba diving in the aquarium at the hotel the the producers like kind of set it all up but then i ended i i was the first day they called me down they're like yeah go ahead you you know you want to try it and then the girls that were they would feed the fish and stuff they're like yeah come back whenever you want so i was there a couple times a day swimming in the oh that's cool aquarium really yeah all scuba gear everything like it, like i got all suited up and the girl's like okay so you've, you've done this before I was like no never <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out that's cool yeah what no because then, well, that- then the the whole sorry the point of that story the then I did a bet with your dad that <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to go, you know, go scuba diving in the aquarium. And and so then when why because you weren't you you were gonna chicken out or they wouldn't let you? No, they wouldn't let me. Oh, okay. And then so then I swam down there with a big sign that said "Pay up, sucker." Oh, and, did that make the it, edit? It, it was it was on the international version. Oh, okay. Which I got a. I got a VHS of it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Good luck playing that. 
Right, yeah, no, it's <laughs> a VHS <laughs> junk. Mike, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> what's a VHS? Yeah, no, that um you get some hamsters on the wheel and a couple electrodes lined up right and you might be able to see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I think I have a VHS player somewhere. That'd be cool. <laughs> um yeah, it'd be cool to see some of the other edits and stuff that they cut out. I mean, you would know more because you were. Yeah, that was the only it. that was the only one that I knew. Or uh, well, that's when I learned about it, and then that was the only one I ever saw that was longer. Was there ever a time where you're like, why didn't or why didn't they put that such and such thing in there? Oh yeah. The, or, or 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 and yeah, why did they put that in there and not that? Right. I'm sure that probably happened. Yeah, that's probably every time. I right. Mean, or oh wait that that happened like two weeks before. Right that, now. That's not the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I remember. Uh, I remember we were talking about something totally different. Car even being yeah, exactly right. I remember being I remember being involved with some of that stuff where I was like because they had me say something and I was like, what? Like and they they the air I go what I didn't say that about that, but that was about something else. My favorite stand up was when we were on the road trip. We stopped at the Texas Steakhouse. Oh, okay. And my brother, Dwayne, and Brian tried to do the competition to eat the steak. Oh, boy. And so, yeah, you know, months later, they come back to me and they're, okay, say this. Well, I might be hungry, but I'm not stupid. That's why I had my brother eat the steak. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> they, had you, they had you say that? that? Was, yeah, they're like, would you just say this line? I was like, really? That's uh, <laughs> whatever. That's nothing I would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those guys got annoying in the shop. The, uh... Yeah, the, the producers. Yeah. Well, they got real pushy. They yeah. got real pushy. Well, we we messed with them too, and they hated that. Oh, yeah. Remember they put that time lapse camera up, and we would <laughs> we would mess with their time lapse camera. They would hate it, <laughs> hate it. So wait, oh okay, yeah, because they have that t- exactly. They have that time lapse camera up in the corner. Well, they put a few up. So on one of them, we put a porno mag in front of it. No right? way. And we just go up every few minutes and just turn the page. So it just time lapse. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny they dude hated that. and also so they they don't know like it's days after you do that before they realize it because they used to take all the tapes send it to the the whatever their head studio headquarters and they would go through those tapes yeah so or when they there was a few times they would come over and like you just wanted them away from you to get away from me i'm doing something right but they see you're irritated so now they want to be all over yeah. you and start filming you. Yeah. So there's a few oh, times. Yeah, we'll get something good here. Yeah. Remember I put my balls outside my pants and keep working? <laughs> right? <laughs> Just so they couldn't air any of that stuff. Right? Like, Oh, would, that's funny. I would work with my balls outside my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would just, they came unglued. Remember that? No. Yeah. I mean, I remember dumb shit like, uh, yeah. like do, doing my job out in the yard and they come up, hey man, you got to keep it down. I'm like, dude, what? like you're talking about yeah you know like yeah. we're moving shit around like we're doing stuff i have to get this done oh but we're filming stuff then, you, then maybe you're gonna have to wait <laughs> right. you know like wait a second here guys yeah no i mean they were all right uh but yeah it got a it got a little pushy at, on certain things you know well everyone had no sleep everyone was on edge right there was so many times i mean it seemed like for the last year I was there. It was seven days six, a week. Seven days a week, yeah. long hours, and it was enough. Fuck, enough of this stuff. And, like, you stopped caring. Right. Well, and that was, that was the other thing. It was like, oh, well, we're getting paid for 40 hours, but we're here 70 or more yeah. sometimes. So like, uh, it, But at the same time, you enjoy what you're doing. So it's like, well. 
Yeah. You just then you stop enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, I mean, hey, look, there, there's, there's a few reasons my, well, my dad's still not around, you know, and it's, uh, you know, at sixty three years old, passing away, it mm-hmm. just, it got to be a grind, and he didn't take care of himself, and it just, just pushing and pushing and pushing and just, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say, it, it's just tough, man, you know. But I remember he was just like. He would get so tired at these shows. I mean, he would go to these. I remember I got him to go to the the, the dub show. Speaking of dubs, right earlier, <laughs> yeah. right. So my dad's like, I don't know about that. Is that, is that crowd into, into into me and stuff? I go, Dad, listen, because this is when we were at American Racing, right? American Racing, uh, you know, they they man they licensed a dub brand, right? When uh, uh, Dub Magazine and all that was going on, and we went to the dub show at the at the L.A. Convention Center. Dude, my dad had a line for two hours. Really? Uh, wrapped around the booth. And my dad's like, and everybody, I mean, the people from American Racing are like, wow, this is great. And, you know, and Miles from Dub, like, this is good. I'm glad he came out, you know. And <laughs> my dad was like, man, this is awesome. I want to be at the next one. But this was 2007, and he passed away the next year, you know. Um, but it was cool because his, you know, customizing car. I mean, I I sell, I mean, whether it's a guy I'm selling Porsche wheels to or it's some guy with an import car or something. And they all know my dad, and it's all they all appreciate the contribution, you know. Because mm-hmm. they're you're, if you're a car guy, you're a car guy. You may not be into certain cars, but you can appreciate. Like my dad was, my dad never built uh, like an import car or you know low, or, uh, like like not into that scene, mm-hmm. not into the low rider scene. But man, he used to have a lot of appreciation for the low rider scene because those guys attention to detail, right? I mean. Just and they're passionate about their their scene, right? About their cars, you know. Well, to me, it's like guys that do full real restorations, right? Where they want it to look like it just came off the oh, factory sure. floor. I go, I don't have a thing for that. That that doesn't interest me that much. But I think that's harder to do than tricking out a hot rod or something. You know what I mean? Because with that, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you, know? you got. Yeah, there's a lot of research. And yeah, it's, it's, it's everything a lot more being goes exact. Into it. You know, yeah. but I could walk up and appreciate. I go, man, this isn't my kind of car, but yeah. I can appreciate every nut and bolt is absolutely perfect and on point. And a guy not going and trying to get repop parts, trying to actually find the real parts and get them broken down and fixed, and that's that is no joke. Yeah, you can't just make whatever you need. You know what I mean? That's right. it's difficult. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... Um, it's kind of boring, too, though. You know, some guys but some guys get off on that stuff, too. No, right? Some know, guys yeah, are like, just how you're passionate well, and about... The, those, are, those are the cars that bring the big money at the auctions, true. too. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, it's... I mean, there's... Uh, I went... Okay, and, I, and, and I, I'm going to lose the name here. But the, the guy that owns the makeup company, Merle Norman, he has that museum up in uh, the valley. Like, Simi... Not Simi Valley. Um... San Fernando Valley. And there's a name to this museum. I'm drawing a blank. But I sold him a set of of wheels uh, just about eight, nine years ago. And I went up there. And you know who was up there? I ran into that guy, Ken. Remember Ken? Electrical wiring Ken? Yeah, yeah. Hot legs. What do you call him? Hot legs. Looked like Rod Stewart. Uh, He wore short shorts. Yeah, he did look like Rod Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) I ran into him up there. And, dude, they had a workshop. They were putting together, like... Exactly what you're saying. 
just historical stuff, putting it back the way it was. And they had a full workshop, man. Just crazy stuff. Whether it was like, there's going to be wood on this car. They had a wood shop there. It was like, it, it was, it's intense. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, that's not my thing either. But I appreciate people. That, we need people like that, yeah, right? What a because challenge, man. We need people like that because if you just hot rod everything out, customize everything, it's like, you know, where's it? We need to see original historical stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, I remember Ken. I went up working on my truck because Ken lived in the valley or something, right? Yeah. It, I he, don't know where he lived. He lived he, he, he lived because his hours, he would come in the afternoon, avoid traffic, and stay yeah. late at night. And he'd be working. I remember he was working on maybe Gil Losey's uh, Ratster. Mm-hmm. And he'd be over there just cussing and just like – because the wire, I mean, dude, I, I would walk over and I go, I don't know. I go, I appreciate you guys that can figure out this wiring shit. Because I wouldn't even know where to start. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Not my cup of tea. No. <laughs> no. no, no, yeah, he was. But, yeah, there were all kinds of characters. At Flanders. The oh, he was oh, awesome. Oh, yeah, man. what was that guy? That guy, Flanders. What was his name? Dude, he was, he was awesome. Yeah, he was good. He was awesome. I don't know his name. <laughs> right? Yeah. But that's what's funny. You give these guys, these guys that aren't, that aren't there like all the time, or you give them a nickname and then you only know them by their nickname. Yeah. You know? Like Slapshot. Yeah. Sheepfucker. <laughs> you know? Sheepfucker. What was his real name? Oh, Sheepfucker, yeah. Jimmy, Who's that? Jimmy Krause. Oh, yeah. He was actually a decent I talk to too. I talked to him still. Do you? Yeah. A little bit. What about, uh, you know who was a cool guy? It was uh, Roy's carpool buddy. It worked in the in the machine the, the the conventional machine shop there. After oh, after John left, yeah, yeah, I don't, Rudy or Rudy, yeah, 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 yeah. He was a pretty cool dude. There's a lot of cool guys there, it you was. know. Mayo was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. John's the best. John son, is the best. Son of a bitch moved away. <laughs> yeah, I know. He got he's he got the fuck away from us, dude. <laughs> Yeah, no, he was he was uh, jump. Well, he still was, is. He is a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he's he's, you know, um, but a you know, a lot of people. But then there's a lot of people that there were so many people forget. that were, like came in for a couple of days, like yeah. new new employees during that time. Yeah. Well, because yeah. you also ran the situation where you needed people, but then you got people that just wanted to work there because they thought they'd be on the TV show and stuff. Yeah. That that got to be an issue. Yeah, well, like, Sheep Fucker. There's, what, the Hammer Star Galactica guy? Hammer oh, that was the same guy. No. Yeah. No. That was different. Yeah. The, uh, uh, Barney. Was Barney. The, yeah, he had the Hammer. The rusted out S10. Yeah, dude, he actually, he was, he's uh, one of Eric Brockmeyer's buddies. Oh, okay. From Ohio. He ended up, uh, I think he built, uh, yeah, he did, uh, yeah, there you go. Well, now, all of a sudden, for everybody listening, it got real quiet because <laughs> Chad shut the door. But, um, yeah, no, there's a lot of people over there. Too many to remember. I mean, we had, dude, back at Boyd's Wheels, we had almost 400 employees. Yeah. Right, in the 90s, right? And then, so, but, I don't know. You remember the good ones. Yeah. 
but it's cool. I'm glad you, I'm, dude. I'm glad you came back yeah, over here, dude. That was cool. When he said, because like I said, I missed you the last few times because I lost touch with you when you know, like when you were over at Jimmy's, you were still around here. I wasn't yeah. really around here, but now I've been here this month. It's been, hold on, Mike, seven years since Jeez. I've been here. It's crazy, dude. That means you've been here for like 15 years. Yeah, I've more than that. I've been in the building 18. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. That is crazy. Dude, seven, yeah, seven years, 18 years. That, yeah, right when I left the sh- your dad's shop was when I, I started, not, not started my business here, but I had a shop here for yeah. my cars and stuff. Yeah, because right here, this is Thomas's old shop. Yep. Where he was here yeah. for years. Another person we got he to get here on here. was here yesterday. Was he? Yeah. See, we should have grabbed him. I, I try every time I see him. But yeah, I know. They can't understand him. Uh, he, he, he can talk all right. <laughs> better, better, better than Burnt. Oh, oh yeah, no. Wait, burnt. He's hard we, to understand we, sometimes. Uh, we would have to have a translator for Burnt. Yeah. But um, uh, one of the funniest stories of all time from Dwayne. So it's Dwayne, Burnt, and then Raphael. Oh, God. Right? They're all working over. Uh, they're working at American Hot Rods over there when when Burnt and Dwayne were together, right? And they're over there. And you know, Raphael. Raphael's been here since the '80s. Still can't speak English, right? So he's, mm-hmm. you know, Burnt's been here since the '80s. Speaks good English, but it's it's mumbled, right? It's it's tough to understand him. So well, he's over he, there, and he mixes because he, he had he had the, that Mexican wife for a while. So he and I think. He mixes uh, he mixes English, Swedish, and Spanish all in the same sentence. Yeah. Well, sometimes, like. yeah. So he goes over to Dwayne, and you know, Dwayne is Dwayne. Don't give a shit. He goes, "Hey, Dwayne, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to start uh, learning. I'm going to learn Spanish so, so I can because he's working with Raphael all day." And he goes, "Dwayne, uh, he goes, Bert, you've been here for thirty years. You don't even know English." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No. There's. Uh, yeah, that was a good, some good times, man. But I'm glad everything's going good for you, dude. Yeah, thank you. You know? Yeah, same with you. I, you got a cool little shop here. Yeah, making it's, things happen. Just keeping it small and doing, you know, four at a time. You know, working <laughs> with Mike here. That's it. You know, this is awesome. what we know, right, Mike? <laughs> this is what we know, and this well, is I the mean, real deal. I mean, and and for the most, hey, I'm most most the real deal. Yeah, no, for the most part, we enjoy it. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's days where I look at Mike and Mike's like shaking his head. I go, oh, yeah, no. You know, he's like, are we quitting today? Are we quitting? We can't, Mike. We can't. Do you feel somewhat compelled to do this because of your dad? Um, No. Like, uh, the answer's, I mean, I, f- I feel uh, compelled to do just the wheel thing or just. Yeah, the wheel thing or like. Not really. It's it's what I know, and and it and it's like I got burnt out. There was times where I got burnt out. Uh-huh. Um, you know, as uh, you know, I got burnt out on on things where I needed a break, especially like when, you know, the Boyd's Wheels thing collapsed. You know, and I was a young kid, and I just I saw like all the effort and everything that everybody put into that. You know, and and you know, um, and watching just certain things happen. In, in a public business, you know, public company there and watching certain knuckleheads come in and just kind of take something that went a little sideways and just totally spin it out. Right. Um, and then, and then kind of watching how, how, how they treated my dad. So I kind of got 
burn out on that deal, you know. Um, and it's it's like then I spent some time away from it, right? And I go and, my, and I was on my dad. I said, hey, when you're ready to bring me back, because this is when he was building the business back. You know, so yeah. it wasn't like, hey, Chris, come on in. I got I can afford to have you. You know, it was like, I think I needed a break. But um, and then then I got into it. And as I got older, I wouldn't say more mature. But, you know, you know, like when I first <laughs> met you, um, it was at a point where my older half brother kind of he, he went off the rails and went out you know, and, and basically went over to weld right a competitor yeah and kind of did that whole deal and it was like i it was just like the opportunities we talk about right like mike my dad going hey we need to do this can you figure this out and you go yep it was kind of like i just stepped up and took over the sales and marketing on the wheel side and kind of operations a little bit you know with juan and working with brent my mom um and then going to American Racing, dude, and then that whole deal, and you're going over there going, we're going to kick ass because these guys, oh, yeah, no, these guys don't know what's going on. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it all looked bitching from the outside because, I mean, they did some things well, right? They did just, they dis- distributed wheels very well, right? I mean, even Wheel Pros today, which is, you know, holds the brand American Racing, they do it real well. And, they, and their model was American Racing's. So I got burnt out there. But then, got to pay the bills yep right you got to pay the bills and then you realize you know like we talked about earlier like the beer thing you know i had people like when i was starting this thing in 2011 because i you know i went to went to work with with you know me and and junior had me we had we're all part of that deal that just went sideways in 18 months um you know i was way into brewing beer and i had i had people go dude you got to brew beer and i had guys that were going hey we want to start a brewery um and we want you to be the head guy we want you to do this and i'm like okay that sounds good because like it's like my hobby right yeah. i'm like I'm, I'm i'm somewhat decent at it but there's a difference between making one batch in your in in, in your uh, garage you right. know at your house and then but then making the same batch every week every month consistently right yeah so because i was Threw it all out there. So, yeah, I was just like, no, I know wheels. And then I was also like kind of like, you know, Greg was doing his own thing. Um, and uh, if, yeah, if you hear that, that's a grumpy Stanley in the background <laughs> telling us we need to wrap it up. But, um, you know, Greg kind of – Greg got burned out way earlier than I did, right? I think, you know, my, losing my dad really uh, – it, it hit us all. But he kind of just stepped back and started finding his – path you know and um i was just kind of immersed in it with the wheel pros and all this merger and all this other stuff so i just in 2011 you know with junior's thing going sideways i said no i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it my way right so i had all these because you know when you work like at at wheel pros and american racing i had a bunch of ideas and i realized going into american racing yeah like within months i'm like no this is not the spot like this is where ideas go to die (laughs) <laughs> it sucked no that sucked i mean that was, it was cool a lot of met a lot of people learned a lot also realized a lot what not to do yeah right no but i mean you know um and i wasn't gonna so i was like in 2011 i said dude because i had nothing going nothing uh you know it was all just kind of like you got to figure it out i had a, two young kids right i had one kid that was just born, one that was a four-year-old, and I was like, I gotta pay the bills, dude. 
wheels pay the bills. And I knew it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not letting anybody tell me what to do. I'm going to do it my way. And I did it. You know? I just started with a you know, l- laptop and, and a phone. And then it just evolved. And then I got you know, Mike making me parts. You know? And just went from there. Um, but I did feel compelled to kind of tell the story and to keep the Boyd thing going. Okay. Right? To, to keep it going. Because just like we're doing this month with every day posting something um something that's it, it most of it's touching on the past and kind of filling in like i don't focus too much on the american hot rod to my dad's death era because that's well documented right the stuff that happened pre-american hot rod is the stuff that i i kind of focus on right so um yeah so i'm compelled to do that because i feel like i don't know i, I mean if, after me the other other people that maybe should be doing something aren't doing anything, and you know, uh, Greg's still there, and Greg, we just had him on the podcast with my mom last week, right? So, um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of like the custodian of it of it all, you know. <laughs> so it's cool. I feel compelled to do that. But wheels, I do like wheels. I like I like you know working like with guys like Mike, and we come up with something new, and it's like okay, that's cool. Or, you know, whatever, and launch it, and then it's, you know, keep doing cool stuff, right? I mean, Mike and I will both agree, I think, that it, it get, there's times where you go through some rough patches where things aren't working out, and it's like a grind, and you go, oh, fuck. You oh, know, yeah. I'm going to wrap it. We're just going to shut the shop down and just <laughs> like, go. Okay, we're closing down. Yeah. <laughs> this is the week. Let's go to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you know, um, it's it's allowed me to just kind of do it my way, you know, and do it the way I've always wanted to do it. And for the most part, if it screws up, it's because I'm screwing it up. Yeah. You know? I've been there in that helpless, like, uh, corporate job where you're getting paid good money and you're just watching <laughs> shit just go wrong and you're going, whatever. I mean, the worst thing you can have is an employee that just goes, ah, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. You know? Right. That's wow. right, Mike. I mean, yeah. you know, um, but that's why, like, you know, when my dad, uh, he, he could see that at people, people that like gave a shit, right? and and, yeah, and he rewarded so, those people, right? Mm-hmm. It's like surprising. I mean, just look look back over all the years of all the talent that he recruited. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh yeah, I mean opportunities is the like that's a key thing. And my dad gave a lot of people a lot of opportunities. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And um, you know, uh, it's 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 tough. I think the the generations of people behind us, like uh, you know, like I'm talking, the what are they? What are they? Gen Zers now? Is that the eighteen to the tw- eighteen to twenty something year olds? It's tough, man. That generation's a tough group, especially here in California. You know, these are uh, participation trophy kids. Uh, these are. Uh, I want to get paid first, then I'll think about doing the work kind of deal, you know? Yeah, but look at Derek. He's he's in that group, and, you know, he, he was working out of high, he was working for me and while he was still in high school. And, so you but, know, and but, but that's what I'm saying, Mike. Those are yeah, the, they're, they're few and far between, yeah. that's for no, but, sure. But that's what I'm getting at. Like, these those it's kids, not, those yeah, kids are standout. Those are standout kids, uh, right? So yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, for, for every one of the Dereks, 
you you know you get all these other guys that come in here and you go hey you hurt my feelings <laughs> and you go what well why because i asked you asked you a question of why you didn't know something that you should have known being here seven months mm-hmm. you know right. or or i asked you to come in an hour earlier and i hurt your feelings or you know it's tough man you know but we grew up in brutal shops Right, we grew up. Oh, where, dude, where, I, where nothing was sacred, and I'm not even saying that was right, because right, we grew up where horrible things were said to you. Oh yeah, dude, you're day. not gonna. <laughs> but you were allowed to say whatever you wanted to, to anybody. You know what I mean? It was it was a beautiful oh, time. Dude, I, I, I grew up like when you know you you were 16 working at the shop mm-hmm. and dealing with Dwayne and all, all these guys busting your balls. Yeah. Same thing with me. These guys, do you think they gave a shit that my dad owned the company? Fuck no. No. <laughs> My, before I had my license, my mom would drive me to the shop. I would go home, do my homework, and then she would drive me over there. And I'd work for two hours, and we have our break. It was swing shift. And these guys would just were brutal, just brutal, you know. And then, But guess what? Uh, they'd bust your balls, but then they also, too, like it, it wasn't – they were, weren't total dicks because once you could do the work and they knew you could carry, your, carry the load, mm-hmm. then you get the respect. Yeah. Because they wanted it, it's hazy. It's a hazy well, yeah, process. Yeah, if you're weak, you're not going to make it. it, yeah. it they don't want you around, right? Because you know what? These are guys that can do the. Yeah, there was. Yeah, now you can't. You can't do that because you might hurt their feelings. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's tough, man. Because you get these kids that are just coddled. They're just coddled, you know, and I don't know. I I I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that you think it's going to get better. Um, and you know what? I'm saying this, but my generation, Gen Xers, gave birth to a lot of Gen Zers, right? Yeah, it's your fault. And and we screwed this deal up, Mm -hmm. you know. But I tried. I got two girls, so it's like if I had boys, it'd be a little different. But I try to tell my girl to get my girls ready for the world, man, because no one cares, dude. No one, no one cares. You can cry all you want. No one, the 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 the, the people that are gonna tell you that come here, give me a hug, you know, uh, no, no. Let me give you. You know what I'm saying? Those people aren't the people, the, the gatekeepers, and the people that are gonna stop you from, you know, or, or help you be successful. Those people are gonna be brutal, mm-hmm. right? And if you in other these other countries, they're gonna run over us, dude. You know, right. we're very, uh, you know, our boys are being very feminized, you know, now it's like this 20% of Gen Zers are identifying as some kind of LGBTQ thing. And it's like, who cares? Why is that a thing? Why is that a thing? So it's like, dude, tr- like Mike and I, we talk about a lot about uh, trade school stuff, mm-hmm. right? right? That's something that's not being pushed. We're forcing all these kids into college debt, and they're coming out with bullshit degrees. Well, and they're even taking it out of the, the, the high school Ooh, level, too. So you can't, like... Yeah, no, and, and, and exactly. So it's like, um, you know, I, I heard a stat, and I don't know how true it is, but, like, I don't know if this was a certain county, if it was in California, but, like, and I think it was they were at a union level so they were keeping track for every one person contractor at a contractor's union joining the union there were seven people retiring to do the math on that in about five to ten years right and where are you going to find these people like welding mm-hmm. like people oh the the ignorant people uh, are, are saying oh well robots are going to do that <laughs> yeah maybe in 15 20 years they, you know, they, truck driving but the, truck got- driving still still a viable option um and it's like 
I mean, that ain't. We're not going automated truck driving anytime soon. But you People can't build a building you. with automated welders. What's that? Right. That, that there's always at least a welding operator behind. Well, yeah, there's the machine welding. The, there's there's plenty of robot welding now, but it doesn't work. It's all for, mass produced. It doesn't work for everything. No. Yeah. And and when shit breaks, they're not gonna have a robot fix it. Right. They're gonna have a human fix it. Right. And and we we know t- two of the you know stant welding Tom and stant welding who we use for our specialty welding retired in the last year and a half. Yeah. Uh, Eric Vaughn, right. Our, our, our wheel man, uh, modification uh, idol here. Legend, yeah. Yeah, legend, right? Uh, he's re- retiring, right? And it's like, I mean, I mean, it's it's one of these things. Or you can, that's the thing is you can go to community call. I have a, I have a good friend of mine. I don't know if you remember Toby, right? To, uh, whatever, you, you, you if you saw him, you remember. Okay. You know, he's in his uh, mid-40s a few years ago, a couple, two, three years ago. He decided to change careers. He was like in the fashion industry, and he decided he went to Long Beach City for 18 months, welding classes, got certified, got a job now, making decent money. Now he's a welder. Yeah. You know? That's quite the career change. It is, right? (laughs) Going from fashion, you know, to to welding. But what I'm getting at is, dude, if some guy... In his forties, with kids, yeah. can do it. And, and what's community college in California? It's almost free. You know, you're gonna pay for some supplies and some tests and, and stuff like that. But I mean, it's it's there's no excuse why you can't do it. It's just not being pushed. So what I'm seeing is, and, and I'll see it with my son a lot, is I'll go to do something around the house, right? And my, regardless of what it is, my son goes, "You know how to do that?" I yeah. Go, what do you mean? He goes, "Who taught you?" And I go, I just tried one day, bud. Right? Like, and I failed a lot, you know? Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And and that's something that I think uh, I noticed with my kids. They're so afraid of failing, right? Like, if they can't get something instantly on the first time, they, they, they just don't think they can do it. And trying to push them with, like, you know how many mistakes I've made? Oh. Right? Everything I know how to do, I did it horrible <laughs> for a long time right and you just kept going trying and trying and failing and failing right and, uh, and ask questions and, and 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 learn from people that have already made like listen to me that's that's one thing as kids right we go i my, my dad don't know nothing you know, yeah right i mean or whatever my mom or whatever you know that guy doesn't know anything no that guy does know and he's telling you because he doesn't want to he wants to shorten the length of like the Get, you know, giving the you a head start you just got to pay attention yeah dude i yeah, mean it's um yeah but you're you're right i mean it's well and also too uh we live in this uh automated thing uh throwaway society right no yep. one fixes anything right right you throw it away yeah. so um but yeah i mean you know look at like the wheel repair side of things over here too these are like i mean instead of throwing shit in the trash repurpose it right mm-hmm. put new rim shells on it put it on a different car refurbish it fix things but we'll see We'll see where the, the the where where it goes. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of hopeful. It's I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there's some there, there's some that'll pop up, but yeah, because everybody thinks AI is going to be doing everything, and then robots are going to do everything. That well, ain't the case. Well, so. AI is taking over office jobs. They're not taking over field. Oh, jobs. for for sure, you know, for sure. So that's the scary part is, and and you know, um, and they're training all these kids for office jobs. 
that is more likely going to be taken over by something else. Oh, dude, it's it's going to dec- it's <laughs> right? it, it will it's going to decimate uh, certain industries uh, employment wise, and then we're going to be put, you know then then all of a sudden people are going to be like, well, you know, the the government needs to take care of us because AI wiped our jobs out. It's like, no, dude, nope, nope. I mean, unfortunately, the wrong person in office. It's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, hello, California, you know. This is where we're at, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, if I could, if any, and, and I guess that's a good message, right? Any kid, let's just say some kid, twelve years old, right? Your son's twelve years old. So any kid, twelve years old, fourteen years old, think of a job that that AI can't do. Think of something that a robot can't do right now, and even maybe five, ten, tw- fifteen years down from now, yeah. you know. And just try it. Just be ballsy and try it, right? And don't be afraid. I- I remember when Mike bought his house, and uh, he wanted a door in the back of the garage to go into the backyard, right? Right. And so I remember we went and got the door, and we're like, hey, we got to find someone to install this, right? A 12-pack later and a Sawzall, we go, you know what? <laughs> How hard can it be? You know what I mean? Yeah. Turned yeah. out great. It was, yeah, it was dead nuts. Dead nuts. You know what I mean? Because well, it's the general willingness to try it and do it, and you know what I mean? It just... Nothing's that hard if you just try it. Well, also, too, there's, like, not a lot of excuses because, like, YouTube, right? There's a lot of knuckleheads on YouTube, Uh but there's a lot of good information on YouTube, right? I go to it all the time. Dude, (laughs) I swear. I mean, there's a lot of good information, and you can learn how to do almost anything on YouTube. It's good. Yeah. Information's out there. So it's like, yeah, you know... um, I mean, all, all the all the younger guys that we've had here, all the Derricks and all these guys. Hey, can you fix this on? I mean, whether it was my Forerunner or it was like the Tahoe or it's whatever, and they're like, yeah, they get on YouTube, and they're yep. like, I think I can do this. There you go. That's the hardest yeah, part. I mean, just like Chad said, you just got to do it. You know what I mean? Like once you get into it, then you're like, oh, geez, so this is all the. Yeah, I know, mean, you might screw it up. Yeah, most time it's already messed up. Right. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Already broke. Yeah, what, for what sure. If it's already broke, more? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could make certain things worse, but yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. I think that's the thing is just letting kids like figure it out for themselves and push them in that direction and just mm-hmm. go, dude, go figure it out. Leave me alone. Go figure it out. Mm-hmm. My son's bike the other day broke, right? And not that I know bicycles by any means, right? As a kid, we took them apart for no reason, yeah. right? And put them back together or change stuff out. And I go, oh, let me look at it. We start thinking around and how'd you know how to do that? I go, I still don't know what I did. Right. Yeah. We, we just, I started somewhere and started adjusting something and guess what? It works now. Yeah. Stop complaining. Come on. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Man. Just go for it. I mean, and this, and the sooner yeah. you can teach kids to just to figure things out, the better. Right. And I think that's a sad part about a high minimum wage, right? Because not that you want to steal from anyone, but if a young kid wanted to come in and, learn how to do some machining or learn something about wheels, right? You're going, hey, man, I can't pay you 15 bucks an hour to tool around yeah. in my shop and try to learn about something, right? It's not – and I well, think that's kind of taken away from some and that, And that's that's yeah. also, too, and not to take this in the whole political conversation right. about, like – but but uh, the people pushing for the, 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 the minimum wage to be pushed higher is all the big guys, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They want the minimum wage to be higher because who does it affect? The minimum wage affects guys like me and Mike, right, and, and other small right. businesses, yeah. right, right, and it also creates that barrier to entry for, like you just said, to be able to get some kid in here 
to learn. You're not going to pay some kid 25 bucks an hour to learn and figure it out. Right. You know, um, it, it's, it's a, it's called a, a, you know, like they talk about McDonald's and these places and they go, they need to be paid a living wage. No, 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 no. Those are always learning wages, yeah. right? You, you went to school and then you, you learned how to do dumb shit, like show up on time. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Basic responsibilities. Basic responsibilities. Take the burger, look at the order, put the right product in the bag, and then give it to the customer and take them. You know what I'm saying? Just it's a learning wage, and these people want to turn these into careers. Yep. I mean, you know, learn how to work around people you don't like. To learn, yeah. you don't gotta like them. You just oh gotta work. oh yeah no. I've had I've had I've had guys here. One guy that got his feelings hurt last year. He's all I'm. I'm. You know, you hurt my feelings. And I said, "Hey, I I like you, but you know what? You, I, I can't keep asking you the same thing after seven months. You should know what our number one design is. You should right. know what our number two design is. You should know what a how to measure a rim. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know. And I go, just I go, dude, just wait till you. I go, I like you, but just wait till you find have a boss that you need to you need to work at that job, and that dude don't like you. That's when the real world hits you, right? Yeah. When you have to go through that person." You know, so yeah, we got some soft kids out there, but that's why we gotta reward the, you know, the ones that are showing some motivation <laughs> and, and tough skin. Yeah, I don't know, but hey, here you are. Here we you are. You made it. You went through the whole uh, <laughs> hot rod Boyd University. You know, the graduate. Yeah, there's a lot of people, man. Yeah, he uh, he hired a lot, but he was willing to fire quick. Right? Yeah. Well, he, 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 yeah. You know, like if, if he saw someone, he goes, "This guy's just an idiot." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Adios. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean? because you know, I remember. Uh, you remember that company Zappos? Remember they did all the shoes. They were an early internet e-commerce deal, right? Okay. Uh, they, they were okay. like, what's that? None. Okay, they're based out of Vegas. The 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 CEO in the first week, and this is I remember this is like fifteen years ago. He said this, or maybe longer. He would offer new hires. I will give you two thousand dollars to quit right now. And and his his thinking was that was cheaper than them going through training for two, three, four weeks, and then really not wanting to be there. So he's like, if you if you just got hired, but you you don't you know you don't you've been here a couple days now, and this isn't your fit for you, just I'll pay you to leave. You know, because. That's where I'm at right now, like you know, trying to find people. Because you know how it goes, uh, yeah, Mike. My, Mike goes through it more than I do. Um, but it's like you end up just – you have to – because we run such a small business, you end up having to stop what you're doing to train somebody. And you got to hit the ground running, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, we've talked about trade schools and teaching kids to weld and teaching kids how to do basic things, right, machining. And, right. You know. Yeah, there's a couple of them out there. I, I – you know, already doing that type of stuff. But, yeah, but yeah, we've talked about trying to do it here. It's, I mean, it's I mean, just tough. But there was a lot of kids I, like that are that I knew that were younger, that you that are your age, mm-hmm. right? And they went to WyoTech and stuff, and went on to do some some cool stuff. Yeah, you know, um, like working, especially when SpaceX was pretty new in the area. You know, if you knew how to weld, you know. I mean, that's the thing is, I think more people need to have the mentality of like, throw that. Who cares if they got a degree? Can you do the job? 
right? Yep. So, I don't know. Well, should we wrap things up, guys? Probably. Since we since we finished on the, you know, changing the world note. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know? Got to the world. But, dude, I'm glad. Hey, it was good yeah. to see you, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad, glad you're doing good, dude. And, yep. uh, you know, God, because, I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things where, dude, 10 years, 15 years, this goes by quick, too quick, right? dude. Yeah. Quick. Too quick, man. Um, but you got to. So are, so are you going to be coming out here more? I'm all over the place. You're all over? I'm all over the place. Yep. That's your travels. I do a lot of traveling. Yeah. A lot of traveling back and forth. Uh, but I, I got a bunch of California work still. Yeah. So uh, uh, I just try to stay in touch as much as I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't always work. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. Yep. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. It was no cool, problem, man. I you know, I uh, Dude, I, I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to hear, like, holy shit, what happened to that guy? You know, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, he is one of the most asked about people. I'm telling on the you, show, hey, is Dwayne an sure. asshole? What happened to that blue bear guy? Yep. You know, yeah. well, we we we're answering those questions. <laughs> we're answered, but yeah, man, anytime you're welcome to come over here. Appreciate Next time it. you stop and talk to Mike, yeah, pop in, dude. Man. Right on. All right, well, Mike, you got anything to say? You got anything new you're working on that you want to promote? Uh, yes. No, just looking for some help. <laughs> right what are you looking for in it, particular it's everything any anything yeah anyone that wants to work right and especially the mentality of just like wanting to learn too right yeah because you know you we keep talking about Derek, but and eager to he didn't learn, know anything think, and you taught him how to run a machine you taught him all that stuff yeah right but more important the most important thing you gotta just show up show the attitude yeah. Attitude, man. Show up. And you know what? The world owes you absolutely zero, right? Yeah. Just show up, man. And, you you know, I mean. Make it happen. Trust me. Guys like me and Mike, we, we, want, we want to get the younger guys in here. We want to teach them something. Help. You're not just helping us. You're helping yourself, you know, and you're helping keep this hot rod thing going. Yeah. So, yeah, well, cool. Um. Yeah, are you going to any shows, Mike? Or I, I don't know I mean, about we the, talk about the, all tri- the, time, the we, Triple Crown. Triple Crown sounds like fun. I just need to be able to slip out of here for a few days. But then the Grand National Truck Show is going. There's so much going on. Yeah, that's just it. It's every you know yeah. every day. There's there's a car show. You got to pick and choose. Yeah, which is that. which is good, man. I'm glad it's it's happening. I mean, even even like the local cars and coffee and stuff. And then you know, I mean, Whittier every Friday during summer they'll get 300 cars at yeah. the Rubies. You know, so but it ends up being the same 300 cars. True, true. But it's consistent. Yes. You know, um, and. It's uh, you get different crowds. You get different crowds. <laughs> no, but you you get a lot of people that just go up there to check it out too. Yeah. You know, so um, and maybe there's some young, you know, I don't know where the hot rod market's going, you know. But it seems to be thriving out here. So it's you know, yeah, right. I mean, I, I know we get caught up in the the business aspect of it a lot, but dude, I mean, I'm still like I said, I touched on it earlier. I mean, I'm amazed at how much hot rod stuff is in orange still. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, I mean, didn't Jeff Allison did that uh, the map? Oh yeah, and then they had to add to it because. Oh, did he forget some people? Or? No, well, when he was at Jimmy's, 
Oh, he did it at Jimmy Shines. Yeah. And then, like, now, nah, well, because oh, I don't think he had Anvil on there then. So then they added. And, and, and added quite a few. He had he had more put more of the known spots on there, but there's a lot of the smaller companies too. Right. I mean, look how many people use ABS Brake Company over here. Mm-hmm. A ton, right? A Everybody lot. knows them. The truck My shop. dad even oh, does he? Yeah. yeah. The truck shop and the car shop right down on Batavia. Yep. Yeah, that place. Right. CW Moss. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of infrastructure here, but it's cool. Well, all right. Thanks for yeah, thanks, man. thanks Mike for coming on. It's been a few years the last time we had you on, and he's right next door, <laughs> you know. But we did take a break for a while on the podcast. But you know what? Um, it's just with life and and uh, getting guests is like herding cats, man. And getting these people on here and just it's hectic. But it was awesome, dude. All right, dude. Thirty-one days of Boyd. What day you Gary, Oh, uh, eighth. Yeah, we're on the eighth. Obviously, yeah, I it's the eighth. But this will, this will probably we got, uh, we got one. We'll probably, I don't know. Oh yeah, for those of you that didn't know, I mean, I don't know if we mentioned in the beginning, but Steve Guerrero uh, is not here. He's the co-host. You didn't get to meet him, Chad. Oh, so I'm sorry. Um, yeah, he's out camping. And I said, hey, we got a special guest, and I got to do this by myself. So hopefully, I recorded this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, we didn't talk for almost two hours, and it's just not there. Um, but uh, in my best Steve Guerrero voice, this is the HRBB podcast. <laughs> Thanks. <sir. laughs> I, I'm sorry, Steve. I screwed up. All right. Uh, well, Mike, thank you. Chad, thank you. Um, and we're out. Drive fast, take chances. See ya. <laughs>